0: three ways to heal from a broken childhood and my understanding on why they may not work fully. A dear friend once remarked that when you come from a broken, dysfunctional or less than nurturing family, your adult life turns out to be nothing more than damage control. We are not able to live our fullest lives Instead, we find ourselves struggling with just going about the day. I do give him props for quite nicely summarizing a life with CPTSD. Here are three ways how I think we can do the best damage control when we have mild to manageable symptoms. They may not be as effective when you have serious debilitating symptoms of early childhood trauma such as panic attacks, clinical depression, etc. Three ways to heal from a history of broken childhood. Number one, journaling. Writing can be a useful way to vent it out. When we grow up in broken families, chances are high we may not have a stable set of close friends in our adulthood, either. Because the family was always moving houses, moving schools, or moving cities, in some other chaotic family setups, you, the child, found yourself becoming the parent in your house, trying to calm down mom, taking care of dad's addiction. You know, something on those lines. I thought it was normal, and that I was alone in feeling like I was the adult in the family instead of my parents who were always squabbling. Turns out I'm not alone in feeling this way and this whole role reversal process is called parentification in the world of clinical psychology. If you grew up in an abusive environment or, an, or in an environment where you, were, where you didn't feel heard A lot of us tended to turn to books and writing. While reading books became our solace, writing became our way of feeling we have a friend. Our books and notebooks became the friends who listened to us without judging us, who were always there when we needed them. Journaling is known and accepted to be a great way to probe your emotions. Writing. Putting pen to paper or fingers to the keyboard helps us articulate our feelings. And that articulation, that process of discovering ourselves while meandering through our thoughts can and does make for great self-awareness. Number two, working out yoga and or meditation. I'm big on physical training for coping with stress and anxiety as against taking the antidepressant pills. Obviously, there is tremendous research available now which shows that running, yoga, stretching, boxing, cardio and other ways of sweating it out make us feel better. Working out releases body chemicals called endorphins and often create the feel-good sensation in our body. When we are healing from our broken childhood, we need to get more in touch with our own bodies. A lot of us grow up uh, feeling disassociated from our bodies when we've had a traumatic family of origin. Working out is a great way to get in sync with our bodies, to feel the pull of a certain muscle to feel the sweat on the forehead, to feel the cacophony of thoughts while meditating. Number 3. Reading self-help books. Well, no surprise. With the internet, I feel there is a proliferation of self-help literature. Look for one and you'll find 10 on any given topic. I know I'm sounding a bit cynical with this point about self-help books. It's because I am skeptical about them. That's not to say that these books can't prove helpful, at least in a complementary way. Now, here's why I think the above methods to heal from a broken childhood can fall short. Number one, the trouble with journaling can be that we can go on. And on in a cycle, we may not know what we don't know. So journaling can feel like spewing out however you feel, however you spell #fmylife, using eight hundred words on two pages of your notebook every other day. Working out can number two. Working out can fall short if this is done with an escapist mindset. I speak here from anecdotal data of working with my clients and my own experience a lot of us can take to running to literally feel that feel like that we can actually run away from our loneliness and depression we cannot we need to resolve our issues other times working out can be on a great bulky body can be an exterior way to feel stronger or unhurtable. Is that a word? It's like we want to give out the don't mess with me vibe with our bodies, while internally we may still feel extremely vulnerable. Lastly, with self-help books, I don't even want to get started. Uh, The seemingly transcendental stuff written largely by balding white Christian men by recycling mostly Eastern or Buddhist philosophies. If that stuff works for you, that's great. I think such content should come with a disclaimer. P.S. may not work for everyone depending on their gender, place of birth or bank balance. A key issue I have with self-help books is that they extol oftentimes the faith-based virtues of, say, forgiveness. All this while totally ignoring the concept of boundaries. Other concepts such as narcissism or gaslighting are also conveniently overlooked. Such overlooking does not make for healthy mental health advice. Journaling, working out, self-help books may fail to address the core issues of abandonment, invalidation, inner critic or in severe cases downright physical or sexual abuse one may have experienced in formative years. Therefore the above ways are great when done in conjunction with therapy. I highly recommend journaling, working out, self-help books, even if you've had a relatively wonderful childhood. Their merit is not debatable, per se. The above ways to heal from a broken childhood can be quick fixes, nonetheless. As someone who has had a history of childhood trauma and currently a student of masters in counseling psychology, I highly recommend therapy as a more dedicated way to recover from early childhood trauma. I always like to add that finding a therapist can be a part-time if not a full-time job. It is not as easy as it sounds to find a suitable, qualified and an affordable therapist. In summary, I'd say if you've been doing all of the above, great you already have the icing now go find yourself a therapist that could be the cake that is missing underneath the icing thank you so much references the body keeps the score by basil van der Kolk. exercise for mental health by ncbi and other other references from my own experiences